Do you really need to have a website for your small business? This is the Kawartha Small Business Podcast, and we've got business conversations for the Kawartha commute. I'm Brian Rump from U Group. And I'm Matt Gearty from Matty G Digital. Awesome. Matt, so hey, you're a website guy. Do I even need to have a website for my small business? Uh, no, Brian, you don't. I guess that wraps up the shortest Kawartha <laughs> Small Business Podcast of all time. All right. That's a wrap. Any more thoughts? So I do get asked this question a lot, I suppose. The short answer, of course, is no. You don't need anything. Um, But you definitely put yourself long-term at a disadvantage from a marketing perspective. Uh, I spent a lot of time trying to think of the best analogy for this, and I don't know if it's the best one, but it's like playing cards without a full deck when it comes to marketing. Um, Websites don't have to be that complicated either. Um, I think when we think of big websites, maybe we're thinking of things like Walmart or Apple or Amazon or websites with thousands of pages, but it it doesn't have to be the case, especially for a small business in Kawartha Lakes. You don't need a website bigger than, I don't know, three to five pages in some cases. Oh, yeah. Even, uh, you know, sometimes if I were to advocate, start with one page, right? Like, tell me who you are, where are you? You know, how does your life make me better? And how to buy your stuff? Like, it it can be very, very um, short. But, um, you know, it is, I, I like your analogy of not having the full deck, because, you know, the website to me, it's kind of your foundation of other marketing, right? Yes. People lead to your website. So, um, uh, you know, one example I have is, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I went to visit a cl- someone who had reached out. They were having some trouble and they were doing heavy radio advertising and they were spending, you know, thousands of dollars a year on radio advertising and they didn't have a website. What? And they didn't have a really noticeable location either. So I thought all these people who hear your radio ad and then maybe want to go find you, they're going to go to their phone or their computer and they're going to maybe Google your name and they're going to want to find out more or find out where you are. Um, And they didn't have that. So I just thought that was like, you know, a really good example of, you know, you just need that foundation. Absolutely. Like a website is the central hub of all your marketing. Uh, I wanted to ask you, like, where were they sending people to then on the ad? Like, there must have been some sort of end game there. Like, what did they ultimately want people to do when they listened to the radio ad? That's a good question because I don't think I, I don't um, listen to the radio a lot. I know they were doing it, and I think I only heard their commercials a few times, but I think it was sort of general branding of just saying their name. Like it wasn't a go here. It was like, or choose, you know, choose this, choose us. But it wasn't something that you would regularly drive by or be out looking for. It was uh, a bit of a niche product that, you know, was higher cost. So it was good to have some awareness, but I mean, if it were me, I wouldn't have been doing radio um, for them at that point in where their sure. business was. Uh, but I definitely would have like a website um, 
Yeah. And for them, you know, some social media as well. Absolutely. Because even if it's a brand awareness piece, like you said, one of the first things people are going to do afterwards is go on their internet and search for that brand. And if they don't have a website, there becomes probably a lot of different issues. The first thing would be people then searching for their name and yeah, Facebook might show up. Maybe Instagram shows up, maybe certain profiles that they have uh, that can be confusing to people. They might not know that they don't have a website and they don't want to click on Facebook. They don't want to click on Instagram. Also, when you don't have a website, uh, it's more likely that other articles uh, might be showing up for you under that brand that you don't have full control of. Uh, So articles from say other websites, newspapers online that might be directing to you, which is probably not something you, some cases you like, some places you might not like. You could get some bad reviews that are thrown in the mix there as well too. Uh, I just, I can't imagine, like I can't even fathom not having a website, especially if you're doing some sort of like project like that. Yeah, definitely. Tell me about, um, I, I mean, one of the other things I hear is like, oh, I have a Facebook page. I don't need a website. You know, everybody's on Facebook these days. Um, I think there's kind of some logic to that, and I could see why people would understand that. Uh, but maybe, you know, tell us a little bit about why maybe that's not the best thinking. Yeah, for sure. So I think the thing that, I consider most when I hear that people only have a Facebook page or let's just say a social media page as their website as an alternative, right? I think the thing that it boils down to for me, honestly, is are you a hobby or are you a real business? And a hobby will have a social media page as their website because it's cost effective and there's no maintenance and all that kind of stuff. Uh, a real business will have a website. Uh, a real business now is using a website for a resume or it's a business card or it's a way to actually provide people with more information. A social media page too, I'm trying to like come up with a couple like immediate thoughts because I can think of maybe too many. But like I mentioned too, when people are searching for your page, it's hard to find even if it's on that social media page. Um, Their algorithms are not always the best for finding exactly what you're looking for from a page group perspective. And then again, on Google, uh, you're not always going to show up. It might not be the first profile that shows up there, which is actually another interesting point as I'm coming up with these on the fly, is if someone were to search like your brand name on Google and you're using, say, only a Facebook page, there's no reason to believe that the Facebook page is going to show up first. There could be a lot of... As a customer, I've noticed that. Like I personally, uh, you know, one of my gaps is I don't uh, keep Facebook on my phone just to keep me from the distraction. But when I do use it or you see a Facebook profile come up, sometimes you might have a fan who's been commenting a lot and like their posts are what come up in the search. Um, And then I find, you know, if you have other businesses of similar names, it's hard to find the right page. And then the way Facebook is structured, 
is even when you get to that right page to sort of find the posts or what you're looking for, I find really clunky because it prioritizes, you know, it wants to put your posts on people's feed. So you see it from there and then it might take you to the website or take you somewhere else, but it's just really hard to, you know, find that meaningful information from just looking at, you know, a Facebook page itself. Yeah. And meaningful information is probably the most important part of that. And that's what I think a website is ultimately. Uh, you're talking to someone, you're giving them a business card, et cetera. Where do you send them? You want them to get more information from you. You want more meaningful information that's much more focused. So you send them to your website and it could be a website that's, I, I think there's like three piles for websites. One of which would be like strictly academic where it's just a whole bunch of information about you. One could be like lead generation where you're actively trying to get people to reach out to you. Or the last one would be just like a straight e-commerce site where you are ultimately trying to get people to buy from you. But realistically, what you're trying to do in all of those cases is to give people more information. Social media is like a bite-sized little nugget. And people get really easily distracted on Facebook or Instagram. They see your page, they look at a post, they see their friend liked it, they clicked on their friend, they look at what their friend did last weekend, they say, oh, I know that guy. They click on that old ex-boyfriend. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. They, they go down the rabbit hole real fast. Slippery slope on social media. The goal always with marketing is to get people onto your website because then you have their full attention and you can give them as much information as you want and as much as information as they're interested in reading at that point. Yeah, no, I think that's great. So, I mean, I think we've established, you know, if you want to be that real business, and by real business, I think, um, you know, this is something I talk about a lot. Lots of people have great hobbies, side hustles. You're able to make something. But if you're trying to make a living out of your business or you're responsible for the living of some employees, I think, you know, you need to have, you know, really good overall marketing. And that starts with the hub which is the website. Um, we've brushed on it a little bit, but does a website have to be expensive? What does a web website cost? Uh, it definitely doesn't have to be expensive. Uh, it depends on the type of business, the type of industry, what your goals are. Uh, something maybe academic shouldn't be as expensive as an e-commerce site. Of course, e-commerce, there's a lot of resources that have to go into all that, like the journey of how someone's going to buy, getting all the products up there, that flow. Uh, you could be looking at anywhere on an e-commerce site from like locally for like a small business in Kawartha Lake, say five to 10 grand uh, in okay. that route starting. That's not to say if you're a company in Toronto, New York, LA, uh, that does maybe a similar business, it could be twice as much, for instance, or it could be four or five, 10 times as much. It's funny sometimes when you're working with some clients and they'll show you like, oh, this is my favorite website. I love how e uh, easy it is to use Amazon. And I love the apple.com website, but I only have a budget of $1,000. So yeah. <laughs> like, kind of put into perspective what goes into building a Walmart or an Amazon website or like the Apple website uh, with our resources. Uh, an academic site, again, for thinking about a small business in Kawartha Lakes, uh, it could be anywhere from $2,000 to $5,000, let's say that. 
uh, similar to like a lead generation type of site as well. So definitely doesn't have to be expensive, but I think it's similar to uh, most other things in the world and in business and commerce in general, where um, the more you probably put into it, the more you're going to get out of it for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, and it's good, I think, to talk about those ranges of what that has to be. And I think, um, you know, uh, a friend of mine sort of helped me or sort of pitch this and um, a good way to anchor and understand what is expensive with a business. And I think for most of us, we hear, oh, 2000 to $5,000, like that's a lot of money. But if you're running a business, if you're hiring someone at minimum wage full time to sort of sit and stare at your door and watch people come in, you know, that's about 2500 bucks a month, the cost to you for that, that minimum wage. So when you look at relatively, you know, to spend basically that or less on a website is just one of those things where I don't think cost should be you know, the deterrent for that. Um, I do understand that we've had a conversation as well. If you're a brand new startup business, you know, there might be reasons why you don't get a website right away. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, of course. Like if you are a brand new business uh, or hobby business and you're a little bit concerned about cost, uh, super understanding of that. But it just always comes back to me of the like the hub of your marketing. Again, like can you do something on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, for sure. But where are you going to send people when you're in line at the grocery store or you're prospecting down Kent Street and you're giving out business cards and you're telling people like, hey, I know you're busy. I just want to talk to you for 30 seconds. Where are you going to send them after that? Are you going to send them to Facebook where they're going to get lost, uh, where they're going to question your legitimacy, or are you going to send them to a website? Um, And again, like down down the road, like I always think of the big four of uh, marketing tactics that can be broken down into more tactics, but ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, you can't run those technically, but this is a longer, much longer conversation. But for the sake of our conversation locally here, like you can't run ads without a website. Can you do email marketing? Yeah. But that email again is only going to provide so much information. And then where are you going to send them? That might be your best bet actually, because then within the email, you can send people directly to that Facebook URL and they're not going to get lost on the way. Um, Social media, again, uh, most people, some people are going to find you on social media. What I find with social media in general, people use it as a vetting tool. So they've already heard about you or they've been to your website. They're looking at your competitors and they're trying to now find more ways to connect with you. Um, So they're usually coming from the website to social media. And then last but not least is search engines. So getting found on Google. You're not going to get found on Google without a website. It's actually impossible. Um, Funny to what you said earlier about the radio ad person that you're talking about and they didn't have a website. I've heard of a company that sold SEO to a company that didn't have a website, which again, not to say is a conversation for another day, but it's like, it's maybe illegal what they did. (laughs) Like it's actually impossible to do what they were selling these people. So... That's um, fascinating. The other fun thing about uh, just knowing um, the local radio or one of the local radio reps is how 
sometimes people will say, oh, I don't need radio because I get so much sort of traffic from Google. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's just showing your radio's working because people <laughs> go, you know, and especially when they look at their patterns aligned with when they're doing campaigns, you know, so for some of those businesses, you know, that makes sense for them. And that's the thing too, like, how are you going to determine if whatever you're doing marketing wise is working? If you're going to put up a billboard and you have a website, you can see an increase in traffic. If you put out a radio ad and you have a website, you're going to see that increase in traffic. Same with social media. You're going to be able to track all those things. How are you going to track if what you're doing is working? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Uh, One of the things you said uh, that I picked up on is about um, when people are checking you out to look at, at what if you're legitimate or not. Um, and that's something that uh, I was recently talking about in my uh, microeconomics class is the idea of signaling and why companies advertise. And you have, you know, good marketing, good advertising to signal your quality because you're trying to stand out in a market where everyone's pretty much the same. Um, and there's different ways to stand out and having, you know, that just shows that you are that, you know, legitimate real business that's going to be around for a little while um, versus that, you know, hobby that somebody has. Absolutely. And you say, you said there like where everyone's trying to stand out, everyone's trying to stand out and everyone probably already has a website already. I, I, don't want to sound like a super nerd where it's like websites are the way of the future. They're not even the way of the future. They're the way of five, 10 years ago. Like it's like industry standard. You have to have a website. It's like the first step, right? It's, um, you know, we shouldn't be having the conversation (laughs) of, do you need a website? But it's something we hear often, right? It's that first step into, you know, establishing your business, laying that foundation, you know, building something on it. Um, You know, the other, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, starting up with one and, you know, it's probably a very good idea to start up with one. Uh, But you also hear of businesses who, you know, that's like, I've been around for 20 years and I've done just fine without a website. You know, why would I get a website now? Uh, type of thing. What do you say to uh, those types of people? Yeah, it reminds me a lot of people that talk about getting like good word of mouth. Uh, And this is like a good marketing question in general. You get that a lot too. Like I've been doing fine for all these years. Uh, What do I need marketing for? What do I need a website for? What I like to say to those people is like, well, this is why we're having this conversation. If you were doing just fine before, we wouldn't be talking. Uh, I never have said that, but I would like to. That's what I think in my head. Like, There's obviously yeah. a reason why we started to have this conversation. And if everything was going fine, uh, it wouldn't be the case. But with, again, those people uh, in general, like that talk about word of mouth being a big one or talking about like, I've been doing it fine for all these years. Um, there is something to be said about getting better leads opportunities, sales, and more of them from website. Um, If you're content with the status quo and the amount of business that you're getting, you don't need a website. You don't need marketing. If you would like to do more, there's not a magic switch that you can just flip on and get more of, but you can turn on the switch to, to start your website and start your marketing and get more people aware of who you are. 
Uh, with word of mouth too, um, again, like, yes, you're always like, are you always going to get word of mouth? Let's just say that for this sake. But I think there's always, um, people are going to talk about you. There's going to be word of mouth. I think a website helps filter that a little bit. I know I've heard great things about businesses and then you find out they don't actually do what you think that they do. And it's probably going to waste the owner's time to have to talk about that a little bit. Like in that, but that referral business, that word of mouth business, it's going to come to you without you even knowing it. And without you trying, of course, like you're trying in other ways where you you might not even realize it, like the way you treat people and your service and all that kind of stuff. But that stuff's going to come to you. You're not going to get these, uh, let's call them random inquiries from people, these random calls, these random emails, uh, always just by word of mouth and referral. Like that's how you end up getting these like freebie opportunities. Uh, Like I've built my business on referrals and word of mouth and people I'd worked with previously. Uh, And that is a snowball effect of them encouraging other people to work with me. But one of the best feelings in the world now is when I get these random emails uh, or text messages uh, about like, Hey, found your services online. Like I would love to chat with you. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. How did you find me? This is fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, it's, it's ways to connect with people that would not have, been given that referral otherwise yeah definitely no that's great um awesome do you have anything else to add about websites um i suppose at this point all i would say is ultimately you should get some sort of website presence i don't think it's a matter of should you if you're a business it's more about what capacity and level of a website should I get? I would almost say it's uh, inexcusable not to have one at this day and age. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Get a website. You need to have one. It's the the starting point. Uh, Inexcusable not to have one. It's the beast, Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great day.